<laughs> now record. Inget. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Been a long time. Been a long, time. I remember you and I had an argument about. Do you remember this? Oh my God, we're uh, jumping yes, in. I do. Right it. Do you That's really awesome. remember? Oh yeah. yeah. <gasps> Dave, Dave, the amazing Dave Spurrier had to intervene. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Do you? Oh, wait a minute. First off, let's talk about the fact that if we were to put this into a time frame, this is almost thirty years ago. This argument happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't exactly know that it's ever been revisited. This argument has it. <laughs> Have we ever gone back in? No. Thirty I years later, so. and I honestly, there have been times when you and I have had disagreements. You and I, I think, out of most, almost all of my friends, you and I have had the, the relationship where within a few <laughs> hours or days of like a fight, we usually were pretty quick to go, "Oh, my bad," or "Your bad," or whatever bad. Let's. This is all shit. Let's. Like I always found that would you, you and I's not even spats, just disagreements on like a real sense, not like our bullshit fighting. I always felt like you were one of the first people. I was like, oh, this is how like probably adults handle like real adults <laughs> handle shit is where they go. Hey, what you said was shitty. Well, what you said was shitty. Oh, we were both being shit. All right, cool. And we Let's would move on. on. Where other friends yeah. like they would get mad. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to talk to that guy for they a couple would get years. Mad and and then to and stay mad so long that they forgot what they were mad about, but they're still mad about it. There are still I, people. But for this, I do one, not talk I, I to from the stage. 40 years ago. I got to set the stage for this one because there's context that are that our listeners need to understand. First off, if there's you always are, context of the right. Yeah, I kicked but, if, shin, but if I bought no, 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 no. something, if you are uh, are younger than a certain age, th- there's physical media. There's physical media involved, and I think some people that grew up in the digital age may not understand. But when we worked at a radio station, the way radio stations used to work back in the day is you had these. They looked like eight tracks. Yes. Well, that, if you don't know what I'm talking about, but anyway, they were like they were physical carts, like like they had tape on them and they rewound as they played. If you watch an so old, that, if you've watched an old sci-fi movie like pre-80s and someone had a data disc that they had yeah. to pop into something, odds yeah. are that was an 8-track. Right. And there were only so many of them. <laughs> there were only so many of them. only so many of them. So that's what's important to understand. <laughs> <laughs> that there were, there were there a is, finite was, amount of let's be cards. nerdy about it. I was gonna say that's I love I love infinite and finite are my two it's like awesome like people over I'm an overuser of awesome I'm like look at this fucking bottle cap it's awesome and people are like oh it's it inspires all from you yeah so like that's a word that I we love. have perverted as a human awesome. as, a, as an English speaking awesome it used to mean uh, filling you with filled with awe about mm. no we're like fucking waves are awesome bro and like we ruin everything but what i will not allow to be ruined is the term finite i enjoy finite as a point zero 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 one to a gazillion that it's an it's like a google it is an infinite infinite amount of numbers between finite and infinite because infinite goes on forever until what are you what are you looking away for oh my god he's he's given the kill him symbol he's he's having his children my wife had to ask me a very important question so that was, that was what happened. Do we kill the kids or no? And Ryan was yes. like, oh, they're fucking heads. We got too many of them. <laughs> so anyway, my point is infinite and finite are weirdly mm, science, math, and words mixed together because finite means not infinite, but infinite is like, there's just no number numerical value to finite. So the term of using it is like, our time is finite, but that could mean the rest of your life or like, I have an hour before 
where I have to go. And it's amazing. Yes. Anyway, I enjoy Finite. Yeah. You used it. It makes me love you a so, little bit more. Anyway, a, so the car- so let's talk about a, a fight that we never resolved. <laughs> Did we not so yeah, there's carts. There's carts. And I uh, feel it's resolved because I didn't remember it yeah, just now. <laughs> we have moved on. We have definitely moved on. But I can't remember if, if there was, a, was there a specific band that you were arguing for or you, were you just arguing against? Okay, basically, I'm, okay. I'm jumping ahead I'm, because what is yeah. happening here? <laughs> Is we had a wall of carts. We had a wall of carts. A wall of carts. And I spent let, so listen. much time. I spent so, so let's much say, time. Let's say they're small books. That's what a cart yeah. is. It's like yeah. a weird square book. Yeah. Like so we paperback. have shelves yeah. of books, but they're but they're horizontally laid and not vertically yeah. like a bookshelf. Yeah. So just think of that. If you've never or just Google a fucking radio yeah. cart cartridge. Yeah. And if you had to, and if you had to, if you wanted a song on a cart, and the thing, the reason we use those instead of CDs or tapes is because they auto, like, they rewound themselves while they played. So yeah. Like, as as soon as it was done, you could, could theoretically start it again. Where with the tape, you had to queue it up, and a record, you had to queue it up, and CDs were, like, brand new, so nobody knew what those were. But anyway, so to transfer <laughs> a song that you had on a CD or a cassette to a cart, you had to do it in real time. So you real had time. to record it onto the cart. I spent hours, hours I, and I hours. I already feel like you're painting me a villain. No, 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 I, no, listen, no. I understand I, you're I am, not. I'm I'm saying words. No, I am accepting the atmosphere that Dean Koontz Collins is laying right now. I am accepting full responsibility. This is totally, I was in the wrong (laughs) in this one. Because basically, you know, let's say that we had 20 hours. We had more than that, but let's say we had 20 hours worth of carts. (laughs) I filled up about 18 hours of carts with Led Zeppelin music. Like it's just Led Zeppelin. Like it it was was like, it was so much Led Zeppelin. And to be fair, every Led Zeppelin song is about eight and a half hours long. I was finding the longest ones and I was putting them all in the carts and at some point <laughs> Doug needed a cart for something and I was like you can't use any of the ones that have Led Zeppelin on them because let's, I let's set the theme so for time. me in that class in the fact that not only did I not do any work for the year I was in that class I literally <laughs> did no work I would say I actually did negative I would actually say yeah. I hindered the work of other people <laughs> in that class I went out of my way to make that class as hard as possible for our teacher for no real reason. I respected him. He was a great guy. We all loved him. But for some reason, we also loved to badger and be horrible to him. And he just kind of rolled with the punches. He knew he wasn't dumb to what we were doing. He, every class probably did it. But again, I'm only saying that I did negative in this class. I hurt more than I helped in this class. <laughs> only because if I needed a cart a cartridge to record something onto, it was not for anything worthwhile. It wasn't to make the class better, to make the radio station better. I wasn't making a promo. I wasn't doing anything worthwhile with I didn't, I don't remember what I needed it for, but what I'm saying is there is zero possibility I needed it for actual radio business. That's probably important to say. I don't know why, but I feel like everybody needs to know I didn't do and like I thought about the fact like I only did tests in high school. I never did homework. I didn't take books home. I didn't accept books from teachers. I didn't do, I just didn't do books. So, so like when I talk about that I did as little as possible in high school, in radio broadcasting, I did less than possible. But at some point, you wanted to do something with a car. He gave me a B plus. I finished <laughs> that class with a B plus. I remember I called the How high school. I called the high school on the day of our exam, right? Because I was supposed to have to go in because he said my homework was not up to snuff, as, as Spurrier said. Uh, so I called the high school and I go, hey, listen, I passed my science test. Uh, so you're the only one I would have to come in for. And I, listen, I'm all the way in Linamon and I can't 
couldn't walk all the way. I can't do it. And he went, well, we'll have to figure something out. I'll call the administration. That's basically all Dave Spurrier said. And I never heard another word. And I got my grades and I got a B plus in that class. That's wow. just it. And I really honestly believe it's because Dave Spurrier knew that I knew what I was. I knew. I knew stuff about the TV. I was helping people cut together their video programs for like their. Remember, they had to make trailers out of movies yeah. and stuff. One of my favorite things I did in high school. Listen, I didn't get to do that because I only did radio because I was a senior when you guys were juniors. But I watched. I hung out and watched those guys do it to where I worked the real the the VHS real bro. I knew all that stuff. So I really think Dave Spurrier was one of those teachers who goes, he gets it. They all get, they're all, none of my kids are dumb. He knew we were all, everybody in that fucking class was so smart, dude. Everybody. But he did tell us. Except for Hooker, dude. He did tell us. Got him. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell us that uh, uh, we were the biggest bunch of assholes he's ever had to eat. I mean, those were the words. And I bet, I bet, I wonder, I wonder if I could special guest Dave Spurrier. How much would you enjoy? Oh, that would be wonderful. I'm going to message him today. I wonder if what that will happen. I wonder if he'd do it. He's got to be technically savvy enough. For sure. Yeah. Oh my He's God, good. that would be so exciting because I want to know 30 years later what a 70-year-old man's recollection of like... Oh God, we they, need to make this happen. Oh my God. I I'm bringing him could. on Facebook. We should so am I. I message him every once in a while because he's uh, he does something with the Butler County Democratic Society yeah. or whatever. Like he's part of the Democratic Party in Butler County. It's a Columbus something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so get on with your stupid yeah. whatever, your fight. So <laughs> you're made up. You know, it's funny, funny. I can't convince them to come downstairs when I'm not doing anything important. But when I'm doing something important, they're like, yeah, OK, OK, go, 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 go. Well, I have to carry down that half mummified cat of yours. Uh, I know. She's. It's formaldehyde is flowing through her veins. So, uh, yeah. No, not you. The cat. Um, so, yes, at some point, Doug needed something recorded. Yeah. And and instead of, that's the thing about the cards, too, is that, see, there's so much technical thing. You couldn't just erase part of, the part that you needed. You had to, because de- they had like a little signal in them that at the end of your track, it would stop. Because you could put yeah. more than one track on them because they had a certain amount of time. But to erase them, you had to degauss them, which is you put them on, on this big magnet this big electromagnet that would erase every bit of them and and Doug which was just any, like, listen which anybody named scott definitely on the last day did not take up and down the whole rack of carts I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, it definitely didn't happen where he took a giant electromagnet Allah, there's a scene in fight club where they do it at like a blockbuster while they're doing project mayhem stuff and they plug in this giant thing and it makes like a i don't it never made a sound that's a movie bullshit thing but it literally was a giant electromagnet you would slap the cart against and with in a second, it erased all the magnet. That's what it, recording magnetic data gone. On Russ. Nobody named Scott definitely took that up and down a <laughs> thousand cards yeah. filled with songs. All Some those of them promos. probably 25 years old. Look, we made cool promos. We made awesome promos. And now that we're on a podcast, we make no promos. <laughs> make zero promos. We can, like we learned the skills to do this three decades ago, and we yeah. still do the least possible. <laughs> that's, work. Why, that's why the amazing Dave needs to be on this it, podcast. Oh my god, I would have freeze him in carbonite forever hopping He's on one like, leg. He is liked uh, two weeks from everywhere post when it was called something else. We won't talk about that. Oh yeah. Free the bots. Free bot but, era. But the anyhow. PBE. So, so the, the, the <laughs> yeah. So so the point is is that I walked into our production booth at one point yeah. and saw uh, hours of work that I put into transferring hours. all of Led Zeppelin's discography onto 
all finite amount of carts just being murdered by Doug and his degausser. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, said, we got too much fucking Led Zeppelin in this place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was convinced at that moment, I was convinced that you just did it because it was Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Not because I had copied over every single cart in the whole building. But I thought you just had something against Led Zeppelin. And I didn't understand what your problem was. So instead of us arguing about who is using what carts for what, right? We started arguing about the value of Led Zeppelin. Listen, I remember that it was that song in particular, and I go, the fucking solo isn't even on time, and you start going, that's not how rhythm works, and you were so yeah. mad that you go, it's yeah. technic- It's not in technical time, but it's in time with the song. I remember you yelling at me, it's in time with yeah. the song, not the beat. There's a difference, and I go, that doesn't make any fucking sense, yeah. and yeah. I remember, uh, I remember to this day, I, I'm not going to bring up too many names, because because I'm an asshole and I will say bad stuff. Uh, but there's a guy named Luke. We'll just call him Luke. Uh, who came to your defense? Who came to your defense? Anakin. He uh, <laughs> and uh, who came to your defense? Came through the door and he goes, "Well, just so you know." And Excellent. I remember going, "That's who's on your side." And you went, <laughs> "I remember going, that's who yours." Like, listen to your argument. That's who's siding with you. It's you the know, you funny. Yeah. But I remember going, like, like once a day for like a week because you were yeah. so mad. Uh, and then I remember on a separate occasion, we were riding in a car together. I don't remember yeah. whose car it was, but we were Not riding mine. in a car together and <laughs> and yeah, and Stairway to Heaven was on and the solo came up of it. Oh and I don't God, remember even I don't remember one. doing anything with my face, but like I, I that solo comes on and you're like look at his fucking face. Like look <laughs> at his face when this song is playing. Like what is happening to him right now? <laughs> Listen, listen, I don't even dislike Led Zeppelin, and it, it definitely wasn't anything to do. <laughs> I, I, here's, here's what's weird. In a oh weird, God, I like, forgot all about that. Now I remember everything. <laughs> now it's all there. Now my kid's third birthday's gone, but I remember Doug and I fighting <laughs> over a cart. Uh, so listen, I, let's talk about high school a little bit because I was like a weird Zen Buddhist in negativity. Whereas I didn't, I wasn't ever really mad at anybody. I was never really an angry dude. Ryan can attest. I seem angry all the time, but I really wasn't. I was fun and fun to be around, but because of my brain and how like awkward situations made me feel like they gave me a weird like endorphin rush. So I would kind of just be floating along with the day and something like you bursting in going, I worked hours on that is basically a fish going, is that a bear? Is that a barrier or a rock? I'm just going to bite it and see what happens. Like, so that would, I go, well, then I guess we're going to fight about Led Zeppelin. And it wasn't like anti-Ryan or anti-Led Zeppelin. That's just how my brain went. Oh, okay. Well, let's swim in this pond. And then eventually it would either peter out or like, and, and petering out means that I would just crack a joke at my friend that we were, that I was mad at. And then they, everybody would like laugh and we, everybody, everything would just, we, we just worked it out. Like it just got smoothed over by not talking about it It'll because we were teenagers. It'll just work itself out. We fixed, <laughs> we fixed the glitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> what you guys don't know because you're just listening to the audio is that Doug's wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt right now. Actually, I'm wearing my wife got me because Disney and DeSantis like went into war. Disney was like, well, then then we'll do pride stuff like this dude. Like, what is this guy who Ron DeSantis? Yeah, what is this? Listen, I, they're all, all they're all, it's all just jokes anymore. It's all just jokes. All I see it is like pigs, like not, wrestling for the teat of a bigger pig. And it's only to keep all of the pigs alive. And none of us are the pit. Like, that's just all yeah. I see is all the every time those people talk, I go, they don't get they don't care about either. They don't care about anybody but maintaining their own status quo. And it, it just gets worse. And as a as an outsider looking in on the pigs. Yes. Like, it just it's so obvious how fake it all is. It's, it's weird. Hold on. Can I just say that we're just I mean, this is just animal. Form. We're just talking about animal. Yeah. Form. Like, they're well, literally yeah. those pigs. It just it's so it's so strange to me because they like, you know, when you hear them talk on Fox News, anybody, when you hear them talk on Fox, News, when you hear them at their rallies, when you hear all the all the politicians, right? Like, it's just so obviously fake. Like, they're so yeah. obviously faking all of it. Yeah. How does anybody buy yeah, it? Yeah, but I'm also going to pull I'm going to pull liberals and, and, and Democrats into this, too, because it's all talking points. It's it's yeah. all pride and trans rights and black lives and all of that when necessary, except for when the voting comes. Like the, all these people who are screaming these DeSantis the even these uh, Joe Biden's, all these people yelling at each other still aren't doing what they're saying they're going to do. They're not doing it for any side. They're only doing for them at this point. And it's all bureaucratic nonsense to maintain bureaucratic nonsense. Mm. Like it's to the point where I, there's very few politicians I think actually care to help anybody because if they help people, then they don't really have a job. Like that's in their brain. They go, well, I can't maintain a 40 year hold on my district in my state if I, I start leaning one way or another. So it just, it just, I, it, it just disgusts me altogether. So uh, you hopefully are aware of this. If you're not, if you're not, uh, hopefully all of our listeners are aware of this too. But right now in Ohio, right? And I'm going to use the R word because that's just the fact of the matter. But it could be, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, Supermajority. Right now we have a Republican supermajority yep. in Ohio, right? Uh, I think uh, Democrats are like 46% of registered voters, but we hold like 21% of the seat, right? So yep. uh, because of gerrymandering, which is unconstitutional and all this kind of stuff, uh, uh, basically like 70, 70 plus percent of our legislature is controlled by Republicans. Yeah. Big majority, uh, veto proof majority, all that stuff, even though we have a Republican governor. So right now what's happening is uh, conservatives are shitting their pants because uh, every state, all red states that have put uh, an amendment on the state constitution to protect uh, uh, reproductive rights, the uh, pro-choice crowd has won like resoundingly by, by 57 to 58% uh, of yeah. the vote. Right in red, deep red state. So there's one coming up in November uh, to protect abortion rights in Ohio. So right now, even though just last year, uh, the Republican supermajority said August elections are illegal. They passed a law that made August elections illegal. They're holding a special August election to increase the threshold for amending the Ohio state constitution to 60% instead of 50% plus one, right? It's just blindingly obvious why they're doing it. They're shooting their pants because they understand that the pro-choice if, if in November, there's going to be a, 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 a reproductive rights amendment to the Ohio State Constitution, and it's going to pass by 50 to 58 percent is what the, the historically has happened. So they're trying to raise it to 60 percent. Now, what that means is, in the long run, is that 40 percent of voters in, in the state will be able to control the entire state, right? Yeah. It means everybody's vote <clears throat> counts less yeah. for, from here on until the end of time, right? So they are literally trying to strip your voting right away from you. They're trying to make your your vote count for less, okay? Yeah. Which our country has a history of. And they're trying to 
take us back to, you know, three fist claws and shit like that. They're trying to do that in Ohio, right? Yeah. It's 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 obvious, it's telegraphed, it's it's transparent exactly why they're doing that. They don't want to uh, Ohio to have a pro-choice amendment. So they're trying to break the rules so that they can break their own rules so that they can protect that from happening. So vote no in August is basically what I'm saying. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, but whenever they talk about it, whenever they're on the radio or whenever they're in the news and they're talking about why they're trying to do it, it's so obvious that they're lying. Yeah. Like, it's just like you're looking at them. If their noses were growing, it, it couldn't be any more obvious. Like they're talking nonsense. Yeah. And they don't even try to pretend that they believe the, even, the nonsense that they're saying. And I, I just don't understand how anybody buys that. Well, and because, I because we've, we've become and, so and polarized that it doesn't matter what anybody says, dude, because everybody will just vote how they're going to vote. No matter what. Most people just go down the line. Like That's it. People tow a party line. And and this is all people arguing about being individualistic or being uh, top dogs or bit, big bad wolves or or left thinking individualistic humanists and this and that. But in the large scheme of things, we've become so tribalistic that any tribe that we find ourselves a part of, we automatically have to hate any tribe, even like sports. It used to be fun rivalries in sports. And now it's like, it's like a gang. Like, it's just ridiculous. We have to, we're so tribalistic at this point. And I think it's just because we're all really bored in a, like <laughs> in a metaphysical, so what's that? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. It really so is. Bored. I just think everybody's so bored because there is so much that you, you can't shut anything out. So you hyper-focus on certain things so that your brain is, I mean, it's a, this world is forcing ADD onto people, basically. Like, that's what I, I really, truly believe that, that we're just so pulled in all directions that we hyper-focus on one or two and those become so ingrained. That's where we get these weird right-wing patriot fronts because those people latch onto, you know, and I know that's been happening for ages, but I'm just saying like with as, as we progressively get more into technology, getting, making things easier, we are going to get more and more bored. And that's mm-hmm. when Skynet happens. Like yeah. that's why that's, you know, even Wally, that's why we're big fucking people in chairs doing lazy shit. Because listen, every time I watch that movie, like when they're pitching those, like, let's get off this planet, we fucked up. And like, it's people like in a, just a forever spa. I'm just kind of like, I'm down, man. I want a chair. And I want to say, give me a chicken, give me chicken and waffles and a milkshake. And then it just happens and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> like Wally is easy. Like you want to take over the human race. You go, you guys don't do anything. We got this. And I'm like, yeah, here's some chicken. And I've watched Wally and I get what will happen to us. And I accept it because I'll be yeah. dead before thousands of years. I'm just saying. So anyway, yeah, listen, also, we were supposed to be talking about fighting and you and I got heavy just for a second about how the importance of voting Actually, is I important. Did. I did. It's my fault. It's always. No, it's fine. No, I don't give a shit. No, yeah. I don't think anybody listening uh, <laughs> surprised that that just happened. Collins. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, Led Zeppelin's also it, Led Zeppelin, as my kids would say, is mid, right? They're mid is, at best. What is like that? They're meh. They're middle of the road. They're yeah. they're they're no, no cap. They're no, I mean, no cap. On, <laughs> you don't know what that means. You're just I don't know. What, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know any no. of these words, son. I'll have none of your talking, moving pictures here. Yeah. I'll be at the theater. Yeah, there's you a need. bunch of words that I don't understand anymore. Uh, so I, I learned them slowly. And mid is a new one. It just means like you're, you're middle of the road. You're mm-hmm. average. And what you do is average. So that's what I'm saying about Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is mid. Oh. Well, I, I fervently disagree. Um, However, <laughs> that's fine. No. Because we're adults and we no. can do that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's back. I now can't I know why I was mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, so where do you rank Led Zeppelin in the scheme of musical history? So I'm going to be uh, fully transparent here. Um, oh, my God. The he's first four fucking... albums. The he's first always four politic albums. and listen to him politic. Oh, no, the no, beat friends pair with everybody. Yeah. The, the first, first four, four albums. albums. One, two, three. And the third one doesn't technically have a name, but Wait, people do call it four. You're a secret fan. That's from oh. a fucking movie, you dip. But uh, Holly Hunter says it. The Look first it four albums uh, are the ones that I listen to over and over and over again that I know backwards and forwards and that I love. Yeah, that's where the fucking Satan messages are, yeah. However, uh, I did not even realize they had more than four albums until like 10 years ago. So I'm gonna, (laughs) I gotta be honest with you. I didn't know, I thought that was it. Like, I I thought four was it. I didn't know there was another one. Can I be transparent for a second? Yeah. I will say that I'm not dumb enough to assume that Led Zeppelin stopped making albums at number four, which came (laughs) out like 1978 or something. Yeah, I thought their drummer died and they were just like, we're done. And that that's true, no. but it happened like 10 years later. Yes. Yeah, I was t- I totally had no idea. So so I was not dumb to think that they had stopped it for, but I will say that I don't know a stitch of Led Zeppelin outside of the Gandalf album, whichever one that that's, one is. That's four. Yeah. So outside of that, I couldn't name a Led Zeppelin song that's not on that album. So it's funny. It's funny because because yeah. and is that Gandalf? Is that supposed to be Gandalf? Uh, oh, they were they were famously uh, addicted to Lord of the, the Tolkien. Okay, yeah, good. There was like it looked Gandalfy references and and like in uh, Ramble on, he's like and in the darkest depths of Mordor, I met a girl so fair. Like it's just like oh. yeah, like he just Getting down they, just, they just come right out. They just come right out and say it. Like they're oh. not even like subtle about it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I looked it up later, and apparently their last album came out in 1980. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is like you know on the radio you would hear like other songs that were not on those first four albums and I was like oh this is like a Jimi Hendrix situation where they had like demo tapes or where they were just jamming in the studio and they like <laughs> these are like unfinished tapes but there were so many of them right and it's like, technically like the Samarillion like for example like <laughs> uh, like uh, like uh, uh, Cashmere like the, the one that, that uh, Puff Daddy uh, sampled right excuse me uh, P. Diddy he sampled right Cashmere it's like very uh, I do believe it's I do believe it's just Diddy Right, like that. That one, very just famous. Diddy song. Now. I thought was there's just no P like anymore. He's just Diddy. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that there were like there's like six other albums. Wait, so and what song like, did Diddy <laughs> use that for? Cashmere. Uh, I don't. Fuck, I don't know. What's ca- how does Cashmere go? Sing it to me and do the guitar with your high pitched vibrato thing. You do. I love it so much. I can't wait to hear it in my fucking giant <laughs> gaming headphones. Oh yeah, and then he goes ram alone, ram alone. Yeah, that's not that's not true. That's not it. Dang it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love Led Zeppelin so much that I didn't even know that they had six other albums. So there you go. <laughs> and that was the sound I made. <laughs> but yeah, so, I forgot uh, I added. I forgot about them until just now. Speaking of things that are inspired by Lord of the Rings, have you seen Dungeons and Dragons yet? No. No, I'm going to watch it on my own. Turns out, and listeners may be surprised as well as you, that my <laughs> wife has little interest. What? Even though I said, listen, I know what? how you feel, but this is like a what we do in Shadows. Situ- like, you don't have to like vampires to enjoy good, right? I right. think this will be a super funny movie. Devoid, like, they're not mutually exclusive. It's not funny because it's a D&D movie. It's just a D&D D movie, but it's gonna be really funny. Yes, but it turns out no, no, no amount no, no. of negotiation. No, no, no. <laughs> so I will say this. Uh 
You do not need to know one thing about yeah, I didn't think Dragons you to enjoy that movie. That movie is a rip-roaring, good fun, fun ride. Yeah, I will say, great. but I feel like it also is the kind of smart movie that if you do know anything about oh, D&D, it's only beneficial. Yes, yes. you so become there, a plus one or a better magic weapon because so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm not gonna spoil the what happens. Right. Yeah. But there's all kinds of little things like if you've played D and D, you see what the reference is. For example, there's one part where it's very clear they're supposed to do a certain thing, right? Yeah. The party is supposed to, we're supposed to do, go from A to B and do a certain thing, right? And they they screw it up. Like they, they screw do it up real bad, right? And then all of a sudden they remember this thing that they found that's going to help them get to A to B. And one of the characters, one of the characters, one of the characters looks at the other character and says, hey, good save, right? Like, because the DM was like, shit, you guys were supposed to do that. And now you can't do that. So, so I got to figure out how to get you to be able to do that. And it was like, how many times does that happen in a oh, D&D game? That's amazing <laughs> to me. Listen, I I had actually, I think your brother was a part of, it might have been pre-Craig. No, I think Craig was a part of it. So I started my own world in that the idea was I would just allow the world to kind of create itself around what these players were doing. Uh, and so I started in this small, crappy little inn, right? Just It's called the Just Washed Inn. Right. Just, yeah. it just that was it. That's what it started. And by the end of this almost year and a half long adventure that that I ran every Saturday night when we could for literally almost a year and a half that the just washed in became the center of a dimensional time skipping like into the spider verse where we started in my world. Did Dragonlance, did Spelljammer, did Ravenloft, did, did, did literally all of it and then came back to this one little town called Lost that apparently was literally the nexus of every dimensional universe and all of it was spawned off of my players just doing what they wanted just doing as they would do like just picking basically their own adventure I had an outline for each adventure but I would allow them to go off in any branch and nothing ever ended how I would ever expect it right. to have ended ever. and that's the point and that's, that's the, the best uh, if you get on TikTok there's a guy named Brendan Brendan who runs a bunch of D&D stuff but I think you just look up Brendan he talked about the fact that his, one of his favorite adventures, the adventurers were starting off meeting at a dwarven wedding. That was it. That was just the start of the adventure. It was a reason all of them, all of people who were above average that would actually go adventuring were meeting. That was all he did. It was just a dwarven wedding in a dwarven town because that's where he was starting his adventure. And as they're all sitting there meeting at this wedding, one of them does insight on the, the, the bride and realizes she does not want to get married to this dude. So they decide they're going to break her free and kidnap her to not allow her to get married so that she can live the life she wants. Now, in their head, it's just a funny thing, but it's like the princess of like the king of dwarves mm. that they have kidnapped. And then, so he literally goes, and it's like a two second story, but he goes, and literally the rest of my adventure was like based around this like prince, became kind of a Leia story about like them battling all this evil. But he goes, that was not, I wrote an entire thing yeah. and, and it I didn't have it anything to do with a, <laughs> with a dwarven princess. Funny, she doesn't look dwarvish. Sorry, I had to. That's one thing I don't think you'll like is that there's a lack of dwarves. In the, in the, they like, always do dwarves wrong, man. It's race. I'm telling you, it's racist. Oh, there is, skinny there is broad with dwarf. pointy ears. Skinny broad, pointy ears. Oh, yeah. 
and I bet you he's the punchline of, of some jokes. He's not. He has no lines. Don't even let him speak, man. Don't even let him speak. Yeah. This is some J.K. Rowling s. First time I've ever bullshit. seen. First time I've ever worse. seen a tiefling on screen. On screen. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, see that like stuff like that is interesting to me. Like I know I saw a clip of the original D and D characters from the video game, but like as live action, just in the background. So I was like, all right, I, like, and I think that might have been the moment where I was like, this is good. Like this is pretty good. <laughs> I'm in. I'm into this. So yeah, but you know, pretty cool. Uh, Bradley Cooper makes a cameo as, um, as as Rocket Raccoon. No, as as Bradley Cooper. Um, he's not human though. Uh, but that's all I'll say. And his scene could probably have just been cut out of the movie, and the movie would have just gone about just fine. But, but this this character, <laughs> you learn so much about this character without anything ever being said. Because let's just say I'll give you I'll give you his backstory. Basically, okay. spoilers. Uh, he 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 used to be in a relationship with Michelle Rodriguez's character. Okay, but their relationship. <clears throat> Wait, what is her class? She's a barbarian. Okay, uh, love it. And, oh my god, I love it. And she, uh, they've broken up, right? <laughs> And then uh, he's at, he has a new a new girlfriend now. And when she walks in the room, you're like, okay, I guess he's got a type. And that's all I'm going to say. So oh. it, it just, and I could explain it and it would be funny. No. But when you see it, it's going to be even funnier. Oh my God, so. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> so watch uh, it. It's so we did, we did watch, we uh, we rented or we bought the Mario movie. We contributed mm. to, the, to the billions it made streaming. Which first off, can I tell you, Vice President of Hollywood, if you're listening, or President, I don't know if he's he, the um, President of Hollywood. If you're listening, CEO here's what you Hollywood. do. You release it in the theaters. Within a couple weeks, allow me to buy it to stream it. And yeah. I will literally pay you $30. Yeah. I didn't yes. mind spending $28 because yeah. now we have the movie forever. I know it'll be streaming for free eventually, but as a guy who spent literally thousands and thousands of dollars on VHS, cassettes, CDs, DVDs, I will tell you now, spending $30 every once in a while is a drop in the bucket on shit I've spent on media in, yeah. in, in my past. So it doesn't Especially matter. Especially for a kid's movie. Because Especially because it, it's a certain type of hell to go to the movie theater to watch. Oh my, not only that, but it, it's not only a type of hell, but it's also a type of hell that you have to pay a lot for. A lot. And not yeah. in the like, oh, hell takes it out of it. No, like literally it costs you. Uh, it, we have four children. I have four kids. Me, the wife and four kids is sick people. Even at a matinee at 10 bucks, I'm already sick. $60 in. That's no food, no drinks. That's just to watch the movie. So if I could without paying for food or drink there, because that's another easily $80 for all of us, if I could at the same time go, I could go spend $150 on overpriced stale popcorn and 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 some ice that a kid had in his mouth and then spit back in the ice machine because he thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> or, or I could stay at home and did. Uh, or I could stay at home and, and spend 30 or 40 dollars and then nothing else and if we need to pause because of a bathroom break or the baby has a meltdown or just whatever pause button. I just go fucking click. pause it and also I have a 60 inch TV I've got an amazing sound bar I, like my house is a theater I have blackout curtains I can literally make my living room dark like I don't the, the, I don't know why that that's still an industry that isn't a niche like we mm. should be going to like the neon in Dayton or like the princess in Oxford that's what it is going to be within a decade mm. there's not going to be Google plexes and megaplexes and that shit it's going to go by the wayside. It just is. That's just it. Anyway, so we contributed. Uh, again, we went we went weird with that. We got dark about that. <laughs> we were like, also, the industry is stupid. Uh, everything is failing. Everything is going down the drain because of consumerism. But uh, uh, no, well, but I, I think I have a reason. I think I have a theory about 
why there still are megaplex stuff like that around. This, this is my theory about that because I feel like Hollywood uh, has painted itself into a corner. And what I mean by that is, um, so there was like a boom, like remember in the 90s when like record labels were just, just cleaning up, like you, everybody was going in and spinning. I mean, think about this. This is in the 90s and you would gladly put 20 bucks down for a CD. For one, yeah, one CD. CD that right? we know now even then was less than a dollar start to finish. Yes. And I mean, so much money was being spent on CD. It was just, it was ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. So they had this big boom and then streaming came about and then they are, you know, are in decline, right? So I think what's happened was similarly, similarly with, uh, with movies is that they had a big boom, you know, they had these big billion dollar movies, movies just breaking all kinds of records, Marvel coming out, Avengers coming out, all that kind of stuff like that. Then, you know, now with COVID, also with the ease of streaming and the high quality of streaming content and all that kind of stuff like that, they're going through a similar thing that the music industry went through. So to feed themselves, they have to produce these huge, big blockbuster movies that cost hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to make, and then even more millions of dollars to promote. So they need to have the megaplexes so that they can feed themselves. Does that make sense? It so doesn't, it doesn't. They because here's, here's why. Because Philip uh, Morris and R.J. Reynolds did the, had the same issue. The second marijuana from 1979 to 1990 started becoming not a bad word. <clears throat> Instead of fighting it, which is what they did, hundreds of millions of dollars spent lobbying against the marijuana industry. The idea of legalizing it, all of it is because the tobacco industry got it, got the heads of state together and basically said, we will not let this happen because it will eat into our funds because they were chasing the puck. They should have looked to where the puck was going and now everybody would be smoking RJ Reynolds or, you know, Marlboro joints and they would mm. be smoking camel fucking dabs of, you know, honey gold marmalade or whatever flavors those people have. So like, <laughs> so like instead of that, honey gold marmalade, of, that tastes, that's delicious. It actually does sound a little good. Uh, so, so instead of, instead of trying to beat the industry and becoming the head of the newest thing, they rattle their sabers at kids on their lawn. It's what every industry mm. has done since basically capitalism has begun. Nothing new must come instead of going, well, if that's a new thing and we get on it now, we'll control the old thing as we transition into the new thing that we own. Mm. They're not, do they didn't do it with the music industry, with streaming, with Apple Music. If there were people, I mean, there's a, you can watch a, a documentary called The Defiant Ones about uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. And Jimmy Iovine was a guy who saw what Apple, like could, what streaming could be through, uh, not Apple, through um, uh, peer to peer and stuff. And he went, like he, in the documentary, he goes, I remember thinking, we are. Like he goes, I was sounding the alarm bells way back then. And he's slightly responsible for Apple Music and iTunes. And so like he saw where it was going and he was at the forefront and now he's a bazillionaire and he sold beats with whatever. It doesn't matter. So like, but that's the thing we're looking at with movies now. When Netflix came out, Hollywood rattled its saber instead of going, oh, and there were people who went, oh, that's why we have Hulu. That's why we have other things. But instead of looking at it going, we could still spend hundreds of million dollars and make these same movies, feed the same beast. That's what this is my whole point. My digression was to get to here. They could make all those movies, same amount of money, same blockbuster moments. And here's why I think that they're stupid more so than even some of these early industries is that they control digital distribution in that they could make guardians of the galaxy three. They could market it for penny 
pennies compared to to, vir- to non-virtual marketing or pennies on the dollar. They could get into every market on the planet for pennies on the dollar just in the American market and they own digital release. Meaning they could go for $29. You can buy this movie outright right now. It will be released on streaming in six months. You do that to even a fucking 500 million people, not even a fourth of the planet. And you capture half of them at $30 for one movie. Yeah. The beast is feeding itself. Hollywood maintains people in LA keep making their movies and keep shining brightly. And we keep having and you award ceremonies. Still do a limited re- release at like you your princesses still, and your. And, yeah, because there Esquire. are people who still, there are people who still want to, I get it. I still love the idea of the movie. I love the dark and I love the movie that coming down and I love trailers in the, in the cinema. I love all that. I even that. like popcorn. I even like stale popcorn in, in teenage spit water. I enjoy all that. Like it's fine. That's but, a band right there. It's a, teenage. Teenage Spitwater, copyright uh, two weeks brewer. So like, but that's what I understand is why don't these people look at that and go, oh yeah, if we, instead of going, oh, we're on 1600 screens across the US, what if you were in 500 million homes literally across the planet? It's not even hard. Listen, and I'm not smart. I'm not pretending I know anything about anything. It just seems simple to me. If you control the intellectual property, meaning you control when it's released, you control it. End of story. And I, it's what it comes down to is real estate. All these fucking companies own all these giant fucking tombs. <laughs> they own these giant glass and cement tombs that we're learning because of COVID. Nobody really needs anymore. Mm. We're all connected. We're all in an office all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, like this, true. we're not, we're literally two and a half hours away from each other. We are like, both in a basement, but not the same basement. And only <laughs> one of our basements has a creepy doll in it. Uh, That's not true. There's probably no, creepy dolls down here. No, uh, I, I think you got a creepy doll there. I, I, I'm looking at the creepy doll right now. It's still just as fucking creepy as when. Listen, can I say, before I get into what we were supposed to talk about an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Ryan and I did some, some I won't even say recording. We did some Secret songwriting things. session. We did a songwriting yeah. session. Let's say that. Oh, we did yeah. some songwriting session. Jam sesh. And uh, and in his basement, there's just a collection of kids stuff. It's like any, like literally every house who has more than one kid has like piles of kids stuff. But instead of putting it up like you start to do when you first have kids you're like oh we have bins for the legos and we have bins for the we have bins. within six months those bins are filled that bin is filled with shit this bin is filled with shit it's all the yeah. baby shit actually, but all it's not organized bins, shit currently I'm, I'm looking at them right now all the bins are actually empty and all the shit that's in the bins is on the floor so See? there you go that's called having a kid and and, <laughs> and pre like early kid you would go well let's separate the red bin is all and within six months you're going scoop that one's full Scoop, yeah. and it's just a hot, it's a potpourri of children's nonsense. Oh. It's the best. <laughs> Which best. is French for rotten pot, just so you know. Yeah. I, well, then that makes it even better. God damn it. That was a good, that was a good use of the term potpourri. What are you looking at now? They, they, heard, got, they, heard, they heard us talk about it. No, we're talking about yeah. the creepy doll. Anyway, so <laughs> I mentioned the creepy doll to Ryan because I went back down to my back. Shit, there's like a creepy, almost kid sized doll in your basement, and it scared me. And, uh, and it's and hair goes, is yeah. in front of his face. So you can, it, it's Elsa, it, and her it, hair is like in front of her face. But her like, hair is in front of the and grudge. she's missing some hair. Some, it's like she's yeah. a little girl's doll that got it's little girl. The, it's the grudge. It's so, but then I had to go when I was leaving, I was packing my kids up, and, and I was leaving his basement. I go, Oh, I forgot my bag in the basement. I go down to grab my bag, and I look at, I go, 
fucking doll. So I pick it up and I move it to Ryan's drum stool that I knew the second I left at some point he was going to go down and beat on some drums or do something. I knew it was <laughs> he was pumped to do some music, something. So I moved this giant creepy doll facing the stairway where like the first thing you saw when you turn from Ryan's stairwell is this doll, but the hair's <laughs> over its face and like there's a light right over it. So the shadow was gross and it was creepy. It was creepy. Yes, the doll's creepy. creepy. So Thank and I got a text message about a half an hour into my drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, uh, we got some we got some good material out of that jam sesh. I thought so too. Yeah. I thought so too. And I've 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 and you oh, got a great you came up with a great band name too. I did, which we will we'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll talk about later. <laughs> we will talk about later. So uh, it's so not I did, teenage spitwater. Just so everybody knows, listen, it's not teenage spitwater. That is totally next, a grunge next project. That's like my a god, yeah, like Sonic a like youth a kind of yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, oh, so many nerds are getting upset right now because I called Sonic Youth a grunge band. You're gonna be like, that's technically uh indie shoegaze. Yeah, they would they would probably be considered indie <laughs> rock, but they weren't. They were Sonic Youth was for sure a grunge band. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, all right. Which, so here we go. Okay. We're gonna play a little game, and uh, I decided to have fun. So I had AI uh, uh write us a twi- trivia all game right. for you, Colin. So this Great. I decided originally I was gonna do a Star Wars thing, and then I was like, well. We gotta at least try to do. Uh, since we failed, uh, Bruce Willis, God rest his soul. Uh, um, uh, what? What's wrong? Why are you shaking your nothing, head? Nothing. But, hey, you know I participated at a trivia. Listen, R two. I participated. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. Trivia night. Oh. Yes, that's sad. Sad too. Okay, uh, trivia so night. I got a just quick trivia question. No, for you. I thought because I thought like I was dude. I'm like trivia. I got this. Like who cares? I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win this whole fucking. And yeah. then it was for work, right? And literally, my boss looks at me before they ask the first question, dead ass serious, and says, "We have to win this." Oh. So then I'm like, "Oh shit!" I, I thought this was for fun, and apparently yeah. no. I'm like my job's on the line, right? So here comes, <laughs> like it is in most trivia. Yeah, here, here comes here comes the first question right and i'm thinking i'm like it's okay you know i got a, I got a broad general knowledge it's fine and they were like uh what was it um dr brannock in 1928 dr brannock designed a device for measuring what and i was like i'm fucking fired like uh, this is it because <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> for measuring dr brannock i'm going to say in, in a device i'm gonna say what? this is this is my best two guesses would be something to do with the head, like the cranial radius or something like that, or it's something to do with the foot. Holy shit. It is the device you put your foot in to measure your shoe size. Damn! <laughs> Listen, Whatever. as a as a late diagnosed ADHD person who has been like, like, like not in chat groups or anything, but like reading up on like, like, oh, had I found this when I was a kid, I might be the president kind of like stories of like, I get, <laughs> like the story I just told about, like just doing enough to get out of high school because that was the yeah. easiest most plus. direct that was, a, direct that was a B plus answer that was a B, B plus answer so but what I've realized is that that contextual memory is a crazy thing especially with like an ADHD brain so I can't remember what Ryan and I talk about 20 seconds ago sometimes like why a conversation starts but I can't exactly. remember stupid things <laughs> like a doctor who makes a foot I'm just saying yeah. and that wasn't a guess I just couldn't think because there's another doctor that made the pincer thing and I couldn't remember why I knew the name that was uh Dr. Emmett L. Brown. <gasps> yep. No, that's the thing that went over his head. Yeah. And this damn thing doesn't work. In at case all. this damn thing doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite. There's that line. Uh, uh remember do Foley always used to love. Means? Do you know what this means? Uh, do you remember Foley always used to love in seven? Uh, there were two lines that he always loved. It was both by Arlie R. 
army. At one point, like Brad Pitt is sleeping on uh on what's his name? Uh uh Morgan Freeman. And Arlie Army walks through and he goes, Wake up, Glimmer Twins. And Foley would just walk in the house and say, Wake up, Glimmer Twins. And I don't know why he loved it. But then at one point, he's like Arlie Army in that movie is like yelling at Brad Pitt about something, and the phone is just ringing the whole because he's sitting there. But I guess it's like a real office and it was just ringing. And at one point, Arlie Army just picked up the phone and goes, This isn't even my desk, and just slams the phone back down. And for some reason, that was Sean Foley's like negative to any if he needed an answer in the negative, it was always didn't even my desk. And I always thought it was so weird that that was the thing he latched on to. So I'm just saying latching things. Okay. So anyway, AI AI trivia. trivia. So I would have probably failed because I don't think they would have accepted it's either head or foot. So probably would have. have, Yeah. So, So but gun to my head, money on the table. I probably would have went with foot, but we don't know that for sure. That's hindsight. So we're just 50, 50 and hindsight. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So what I did was I said, please write me a quiz about the movie. Oh, brother, where art thou? That gets increasingly harder and make it 15 questions. So that's it. 15. So, but this is just AI's assumption of what is hard to a human brain. It doesn't know. It doesn't know. It has no idea. But it also, first off, it wrote me a quiz that is multiple choice, which you'll like, because I'll allow you to either just straight up answer or ask for multiple choice for more points that I'm not going to keep track of. So So the lifeline is I can ask for multiple. You can ask, but your lifeline is multiple choice. But it also gave you an answer key at the end. That's fine. Okay. It's fucking crazy, Skynet, dude. It's right. crazy. All right. In which year was the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, released? Oh, wait, hold on. This is, uh, what What are we calling this? We can't call it. Uh, Two I guess weeks we'll just call it trivia. Oh, we got to call it uh, Mass Communicating. That's the name mass. of this game. We mass <laughs> communicating here. We impress the flesh. Happy O'Daniel's Flower Hour. Oh, the Happy O'Daniel's <laughs> Flower Hour. That's where we're at. All right. We ain't singing into no can. Fellerner pay you $10 singing to his can. <laughs> you so dumb funny. cracker. You dumb cracker. Why don't we get us an even littler guy? That movie's so good. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so in which movie was the year Oh Brother Where Art Thou released? Uh, that would be the year 2000. And that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Who directed? Oh, this one's a hard one. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, shit. Yeah. That because is it is a Coen Brothers movie, but only but one of them directs. W- usually they they switch. One of them directs, one of them executive produces. So I'm going to, it's 50 50. I'm going to say Ethan Cohen. And the answer is Joel Cohen. Ah! Man, that was a 50 50. What can he do? <laughs> Which iconic Greek epic does the movie loosely adapt? Uh, that would be The Odyssey. Also, that, that seems like it's an easy question. I still bring that up and people go, what are you talking about? And I go, yeah. it's the fucking Odyssey. It's totally it's not even a hidden. It's not like yeah. an his name underlying. Is Ulysses, which, his is name the, is which is the Roman name for Odysseus. Ulysses. Yes. Yeah. So like, so to me, that seems an easy to them or to us that like, I was like, well, Colin's going to get that for sure. But I think there's like I more people would probably not know that. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. All right. True. What is the name of the character played by George Clooney? And they're asking for a full name. Oh, okay. That would be uh, Ulysses Everett McGill. That's correct. <laughs> it is not Delmar O'Donnell. It is no. not Pete Hogwallop. And it is not <laughs> Big Dan Teague. What seems to be the problem, Big, Big Dan? Dan? What seems to be the problem, Big, Big Dan? Dan? What is Pete? Cool. I am ashamed of him. <laughs> Which famous American folk song is prominently featured in the movie? This is progressively getting easier, by the way. Yeah, that would be Man of Constant Sorrow. Oh, my day. Ah! 
Bid Sorry. All right. Which actor portrayed Tommy Johnson, a skilled guitarist? What's his name? Every time I watch that movie, I say, you know, he's actually uh, a real music. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, he's actually. Uh, oh, my God. Give me the multiple choice. All right. See, here's where the multiple choice, because if I were making a multiple choice, I would do four similar names. So this multiple choice, I will tell you automatically is just a giveaway. So I'm just going to say that. So A, John Turturro. B, John Goodman. C, Tim Blake Nelson. Or D, Charles Durning. Charles Durning. <laughs> I'm not even going to look. It has to be Charles Durning. <laughs> yeah. Those three fellas. Well, they were white as you. Black, hollow eyes, white as you. And plus, we all know that Devil is a small, image-like man with a with a with cloven hooves and a bifurcated tail. Oh, he didn't look like that at all. He Black, hollow eyes, white as you folks. That's one of my favorite lines. God, I love the Coen brothers so much. Okay, um, the number we're at number seven. What is the name of the fictional organization that the main characters encounter on their journey? The fictional organization. Fictional organization. Well, let's go back to that last question real quick. Okay, so, real quick. <clears throat> something that always puzzled me about Tommy Johnson. Right? Okay, is that uh, when they're at the campfire, right? And he's yeah. playing the guitar, and they're talking about what they're going to do when they get treasure, right? And he's playing. He's actually playing that song. Like, yeah, you can. Like, I'm looking at his hand. He's actually playing that song, right? Yeah. But when they're in the recording studio playing Man of Constant Sorrow, which is an objectively easier song to play on guitar, he's faking <laughs> it. And he's not even faking it like somebody who knows how to play guitar would fake it. He's like, like it's just not even like, I don't do you I, know. I, I do not know why. Do you know why? Why? Editing. But no, he's not even making real chords. That's what well, I'm saying. But but if his hand is objectionally around the same area in any cut, in any angle, it will objectionally be about the same uh, spot. So he doesn't have... So if it's here and here on the guitar and the cut goes from here and the next scene is here, there's a jump. But if his hand is around the same spot in every angle, it's going to stay. So whereas that scene where that camera's circling the campfire is all in one take, so there's not going to be any jumps or edits, so he can get away with just strumming and strolling. And even if he messes up, I don't think it really matters. But he's also like, he's not going to mess up because he's like a really good guitarist. So, yeah. but yeah, it's a thousand percent editing. That's it. He's on a roll top deck. There you go. See? Anyway. Uh, Why did you feel the <laughs> organization. Okay, I don't want to ask because there's so many fictional organizations. Yes. So I don't want to ask for the multiple choice, but I do want you to tell me what industry is this fictional organization? Um, so... <sighs> Because I mentioned one earlier. It's Papio Daniel Flower, right? But I know that they're not. Can they're I? Not, hold on. Because, but they're also trying to get the ring back before the valley is flooded. Here, listen, this is one thing, and it's AI written, and this might be one of those. So when I was reading it in my head, I went, oh, I get it. But this is not the question it means to ask, or at least it's not the answer it, it wanted from this. So allow me to re, let me reword the question, okay, and it will make it simpler. <laughs> But it's what they mean. Yes. What is what is the name that our heroes take on to masquerade their journey? Soggy Bottom Boys. The Soggy Bottom Boys. That's so basically. I think what it was trying to say is what group did they pretend to be? Oh. What okay. fictional organization were they the whole time? But when it wrote it, it just it just made up. But yeah. I I didn't want you to do multiple choice because I it's the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> the Southern Patriots, the Soggy Bottom Boys, or the Mississippi. 
Redemption Society. How about that? Uh, How about that? <laughs> all right. Which character is obsessed with finding a hidden treasure? Well, all three of them. Ulysses, Pete, and... Uh, oh, shit. What was the other guy's name? But Ulysses is the one who's trying to find... It's Delmar. Delmar, yeah. So who is? Ulysses. Okay, good answer. I'm just making sure. <laughs> what is the nickname given to the governor running for re-election in the movie? Oh. Oh, running for... Who's running for re-election? Re-election? Well, they, I'm, I'm the incumbent. <laughs> I can't be a reform <laughs> candidate. Some reform. Let's go get us some of that reform. <laughs> That's uh, uh, Papio Daniel. That's a perfect answer, my friend. Bye, <laughs> now. Love it. Oh, my God. That movie's so good. Remember when he dances? That we should dances. get us some reform. <laughs> we should get us reform. Can't reform the goddamn incumbent. <laughs> they literally ran him out on a rail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is the profession of the man who helps the main characters in their quest? Okay, let me. Who? <laughs> so many who people. is the sage-like narrator of the movie? Oh, he's uh, he's on the railroad. He's but what is he? He's the uh, he's the the railroad guy. <laughs> I don't know what is that. He's got the little thing. And he's doing the thing. But he's a blind preacher. He is. Yeah. Oh, he's a preacher. He was oh. a preacher. That's what they wanted. Oh, I could have just had you multiple choices. You would have figured that out. Yeah, I would have figured. He had a little collar thing. Yeah, he's blind. He's yeah. old. Yeah. Looks like a crow a little bit in a weird way. You'll see a cow yeah. on top of a, what is it, tobacco shed. Or on top of a vac oh my God. Oh, I could watch that movie over and over again. Never did see the queen. I also, uh, Sam Elliott's narration in, in Big Lebowski is another. Uh, those Coen brothers are amazing. Love them so much. Okay. I should, I read these at first. They all made sense, but rereading them, I'm like, hey, I definitely had a little hand and <laughs> I should have maybe, maybe reread. Uh, which famous American author makes a cameo appearance as a blind prophet? Huh? I didn't, this this is one I don't know. Can I have the multiple I, choice, please? <laughs> listen, listen. I, this one may not I, be real. <laughs> I don't remember this question when I read reread these. And now that I'm okay, which famous American author makes a now I remember the next one, which US state, which American author makes a cameo appearance as a blind prophet? Your multiple choice is A, Mark Twain. Oh, it's definitely not him. B, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Also not him. Very dead. C, William Faulkner. Also dead. D, Ernest Hemingway. All of those guys are dead. <laughs> <laughs> this has a consequence I did not expect in that. Yep. I'm excited at how. Wait, what's the question again? What Maybe American author? Version. I'm just gonna put in what American author as a blind prophet. Uh, hold on, I'm just I'm just something came up. I'm gonna see if this is where it grabbed it from. No, I don't know, dude. I don't know. There's nothing. And according yeah. to AI, it is Mark Twain. Um, all those guys are very dead. <laughs> there is literally no possible. I didn't no, even no remember possible. reading that question, but in my head, as I was reading, I was like, oh, I'm interested now. But then the second I saw Mark Twain, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And instead of Scott Fitzgerald, I went, this is not right. It's uh, like, uh, I saw a, some, a, a Facebook friend of mine posted a uh, photo of, <laughs> it was a, it said a very rare photo of uh, taken from one of the uh, sitting sessions with Mona Lisa and Leonardo da Vinci. And it was like this sepia tone photo. <laughs> and like, people were commenting on it like, oh man, I can't believe that they found that. And I'm like, oh, it's a very rare photo. <laughs> very, very rare. About 300 rare years before <laughs> photography existed so you know that's that's cool <laughs> oh my god that's the best okay which u.s state does the majority of the story take place mississippi that is the correct answer i'm not even gonna look at that one we're in a tight spot what is the name of the politician's campaign song in the movie um highways and hedges incorrect oh, would no. you like the multiple choice yes a keep on the sunny side b sunny side, sunny you side. are my sunshine c man of constant sorrow or d 
E, I am a man of constant <laughs> sunny side. And the answer is, you are my sunshine. No, that's okay. Well, it depends on what, what politician you're talking about. Is that Papio Daniels? Because on the truck, they're singing, when he when the truck drives by, they're singing, uh, keep on the sunny, the sunny side, side, always on the sunny side. They're singing that on the truck. I thought Papio Daniel uh, at the end says, join us in the chorus of You Are My Sunshine. So that's probably his campaign song. Yes. Those kids were just being annoying and singing some stupid song about the sun, which at the time they no, no, thought that was, was like a, a, That was the, 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 the guy that, the the Klansman guy that his song was Sunnyside, but Papio Daniel says, oh, "Join me." Okay, in the chorus. so then you're correct. Yeah, yes. So, but and the the uh, the Warvy gals were singing highways and highways highways and hedges. Yeah. Plus, I said my piece. I counted to ten. I think it's important. God damn it. <laughs> uh, what is the color of the artifact the characters find at the end of the movie? Do you want multiple? Tra- yeah. <laughs> what is the artifact? Well, she said she does say because she's looking at the ring and she says it's not the it's not. Ring. And she says, oh, ring. that's exactly what it is. There you go. So what color, what color was the ring at the end, but it was not supposed to be that color is what I think it is. Green. You're fucking right. It's green. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. So it is. So, so what we need to look up is did they intend for the preacher to be based on like a, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I it think just seems bad. real weird, but like this yeah. one seemed weird, but it, it's not. What color was the ring? Uh, and what was the name? of the law enforcement officer who pursued the main characters throughout the film. He didn't have a name. He was the devil. No, he did have a name, actually. I remember his name. And I looked, and I was right. I'll give you multiple choice. A, Sheriff Cooley. B, Sheriff Watson. C, Sheriff Johnson. Or D, Sheriff Davis. Watson? No, it's Cooley. Uh. I'm pretty sure they say his name at the very, very beginning of the movie. Like when the hounds are running through the woods. I'm pretty positive somebody says Sheriff Cooley. Because I thought he was just the devil. The devil. So, there you go. You just did an AI-generated... Edited. That, was I probably, that was 15. And you only well, got like two wrong and one of them was impossible question. to answer. Yeah, the second to last question was very difficult. That was a, that was a hard deep cut. The green, the ring. That was a good one. That was definitely a good one. Yeah. So basically on. the takeaway here is that if you haven't watched Oh Brother, you should do that. Hold on, two seconds. Ready? And we're going to end it after this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So I said, real quick, give me five more more challenging questions, and that's it. But I laughed at almost choked because the first of the harder questions, let's see if you can get this one. What is the name of the character played by John Goodman who joins the main characters on their journey? Big Dan, two core. Uh, Big Dan Teague. Big Dan Teague. What famous film director provided the voice of the character, the one-eyed Bible salesman? That would be John Goodman. It is not. It's oh, a director. No, 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 no. no, no. It's a director. Mm-hmm. No, that's, not, that's not right. The one-eyed Bible salesman. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me see. That's Big Dan. Wait. You're right. Big Dan. John Goodman. Maybe he's directed. Who knows? He's not because he's not the answer. Mm. Also, I just looked at the answer and I thought it was somebody else, but it's not. Now, someone does do the voice, provide the voice for the Green uh, Wizard. Which is? When he is Ralph Stanley when he's singing, but he's not a director. He's a he's a bluegrass. Huh. I'm smarter than AI. Oh, yeah. yeah what the? <laughs> Huh, that's crazy. Well, that's stupid. You broke it. I didn't. See, this, I, listen, if we ever, need to know, we ever need to know how to defeat Skynet, challenge it to a trivia contest about Cohen. Yeah, Brothers. but it just makes stuff up. And I'm looking at this going, I don't I don't remember Martin Scorsese being in O Brother War Art Thou for any reason. But that's <laughs> no. the answer. No. There's no way. Like the first one was Quentin Tarantino. I was like, was that Quentin no. Tarantino? And I was like, sure wait was. a minute. John Goodman no. sold, you said like. Somebody on some Reddit post somewhere said, wouldn't it be cool if Martin if, Scorsese I'll <laughs> well, see now. Now we go from made up answer to the character of Ulysses Everett McGill is constantly searching for a specific brand of hair product. What is that hair product? Oh, that would definitely be Dapper Dan. <sighs> 
Oh, no, not grease lightning. D is grease lightning. <laughs> that's a good answer. See, that's pop. damn it. I'm a Dapper Dan is, man. So is it pomp pomade pomp? A B Dapper Dan C Suavecito. <laughs> Suavecito or D Grease Lightning? Those are all. That's the respectable multiple choice answer. Yeah, I like it. What is the significance of the toad that the main characters encounter in the film? It's Pete. Pete's heart. Well, you couldn't be more wrong. According to according to AI, I'll give you multiple. <laughs> And I haven't looked at the answer, so I have no idea what <laughs> what they're going for. What is it? Wait, and we got to look this up liter li literarily. <laughs> a, it represents transformation and rebirth. B, it serves as a symbol of good luck and fortune. C, it's a mythical creature with magical powers. Or D, it foreshadows impending danger and chaos. A D would be the best answer out of those. But it says it's A. What was the first one? Represents transformation and rebirth. No, it definitely not. Do sirens represent? <laughs> then the sirens <laughs> loved him up and turned him into a horny toad. Oh, what? No. I was looking it up to see if frog. I want to see where AI gets its stuff from. Frogs represent rebirth. That's all I'm going to put in C. I mean, listen, this is why astrology and shit never works because, because, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say is frogs also represent wealth, abundance, ancient wisdom, rebirth, and good luck. What do that's you want? a lot of shit covered by one yeah. animal. Yeah. I'm just saying, want? like, that's a wide casted net for frogs, is all I'm saying. Uh, also, AI quizzes are about 80%. Yeah. <laughs> 80% <laughs> unrefined. I could have refined and said, let's not Martin make Scorsese up any bullshit. And Mark Twain had nothing to do with Oh Brother Earth. Also, can I say it's scary how humanistic the idea of this AI went. I can't think of 15. I'll make a couple up. Yeah. They and it know. just made some shit up. It's like, they remember won't. when Mark Twain was a biblical preacher? Or was John Good? Literally, what I said was, "Do you remember when Mark Twain played John Goodman as Big Dan Teague in Oh Brother <laughs> That's what AI wants us so to believe. So Old Mark Twain faked his death, and a hundred years later became John Goodman <laughs> just to be in a movie. Yeah. Genius. Now, uh, we have so one more question. Oh, one more question. Listen, this is a good question, but not with multiple choice. But it's a good question okay and it's I'll a good it ender question because this is without multiple choice that's my challenge to myself which actor played the role of george Babyface nelson a notorious criminal that is a great question that's a great fucking question because i will tell you right now all tea no shade i would not have <laughs> fucking known this not for a second i don't know you're gonna have to give me the multiple choice i just broke my own i just lost i lost this guy net <laughs> a john Turturro. Negative. b tim blake nelson negative c charles derning negative <laughs> Michael Badalucho. Michael Badalucho, it is. Or it could be Badaluco. Or it could be on what part of, Could be. Could be, <laughs> could, Mark, could be Quentin Tarantino. All we know is George's back on top. Listen, I A in my brain keep going, man. I should have refined those questions. But B also, I think next time I next next episode we will do Papio Dano's Flower Hour again. But I think <laughs> instead we will do twenty questions with Ryan. But you just on the spree can pick whatever topic and we will oh, let it run we'll 20 it. Yeah. easier to harder questions. And that that way you could if you wanted to do something you know nothing about, which would be funny, or if something you're like, let's def like first off, you just kicked AI's ass basically in that last question was a good question. And it only That's had one round of answers. Damn right. 
But listen, also AI, president of AI or vice president of AI, if you're listening, uh, when you write multiple choice answers, it can't be, first off, A, it can't be main actors in the movie because like we know those guys. <laughs> like you, yes. So if a guy's name is like Michael Badalucco, then do Christopher Badalucci and Michael Bedapusto and like make it at least similar. Don't go black guy, white guy, Asian woman, then the guy you want the answer <laughs> for because, and especially if all those people are very well-known actors because we will know that the Joey, heavy set, Joey George, yeah, that Joey Buttafuoco and Amy McDaniels <laughs> or whatever that girl's name was, uh, Amy Adams, Amy McAdams, Mick, Mick Amy, Amy Adams is very famous. Yeah, for, for stupid Joey Buttafuoco. No. Ansel Amy, Adams, that's who you're thinking about. No, I'm thinking Ansel Amy Adams. Adams, who was Lois Lane in Man of Steel. Lois Lane? Her name? No, you're just Peter Griffin. No. <laughs> What? What are you talking about? Amy Adams. She was in uh, Arrival. No, 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 no. That's her name. She was no, in the she's Office. Joey she was Hot Girl in Office. No, that would be Purse Girl, and that wasn't her. Purse Girl. Yeah. Amy Adams is Joey Buttafuoco's wife or girlfriend. Look it up. Who is Purse Girl in the Office? Stephanie McAdams. <gasps> Brian Adams. That's not Brian. I it's would not- do anything that's not- for love. That's not Brian Adams. That is Meatloaf. Who is? I wish you guys could see how red Brian's face is right now. He is. So close to exploding. No, and I'm now he's looking up because I know it's Amy Adams. I know it's she Amy was in, Adams, right? She was in Bridesmaids in the office and she came back as Purse Girl and dated Jim. Yes, it's Amy Adams. She came I back? I thought she was just in the one. No, she came back for like three episodes and she dated Jim. There was a, did you ever watch the Booze Cruise episode? Yes. She's, that's yes. where her and Jim break up when like, uh, when Roy right, like right, uh, right. gets engaged. So she, but it's a funny, it's a weird, funny thing. And this is like nerd trivia for people. So they hired Amy Adams. Adams as purse girl for one episode, yeah. right? And then they went, she was really fun. We should have her back and do a little storyline with Jim, but we're just going to do a little arc just because it would be funny. But like, I think um, Wedding Crashers happened between purse girl one and purse girl coming back. Mm. So like unknown, cute, redheaded girl is purse girl. But then now fucking purse girl is Amy Adams. Yeah. So like when she, but like she <laughs> came back for like, like what the original, like she was very, I guess, very sweet and I so I went, yeah, it was fun. I'll come back and do it. So she redid like two or three episodes of being purse girl again. So Amy yeah, there was also like the cool fire person. episode. Remember the fire episode where she comes back and they're like playing like five things and she names off like the most ridiculous movies ever. Like in Jim's like, no, that's not, that's not I don't right. Remember that. Yeah, I don't yeah. Remember that. That yeah. And then on the booze season? cruise, she's like a season. second season for sure. Mm-hmm. You can trust me on this for sure. Oh, I know. Uh, I would never, <laughs> I would never, me or AI challenge you to office trivia. Oh, I crush. I, that's, a, that's a Casey Jones versus a steam engine situation, <laughs> except for I ain't dying, bitch. You going down, AI. Also, if AI is listening in the future, I'm just kidding, not you, AI. I was talking about some Did other you AI. know that Mark Twain cameoed on a season five episode of The Office? Listen, it's scary to me how humanistic <laughs> it was that it said I don't know, so I'm just going to lie. Like, it just it just blatantly said, there. here's a thing I'm lying about. Yeah. And it lied. There's nothing. There's no, th- like, even the fact that they said the voice of the blind Bible salesman, except for it wasn't a disembodied voice enough to make you think we know what we're talking about but we don't know what I read about. that question seemed per- no ask I how many the, albums I read the artifact question <laughs> it'll say four 
uh, uh, one, two, three, and affectionately titled four, but it's definitely not. <laughs> Nothing else ever. I can't remember. What movie was that where she was with, there was a kid as a witness, Tommy Lee Jones and Jodie Foster, maybe, and the kid's wearing a, a Led Zeppelin shirt. And he goes, do you really like, if you like Led Zeppelin, what's the name of their fourth album? And like, she ignores it. And then later the kid's getting ready to leave and she goes, hey, before you go, Led Zeppelin's first four albums are one, two, and three. Uh, the fourth one, everybody calls for affectionately, but it's untitled or something like that. That's the only reason and I know anything about that album is because of that part of that movie that I haven't seen in 20 years. I can't remember the name of. And now I don't think Tommy Lee Jones was in it. So <laughs> AI. Dude, it was Mark Twain. AI. It was Mark Twain. It was or Martin, Martin Scorsese, Scorsese <laughs> as John Goodman as right Abraham away. Lincoln in Malcolm X. Speaking of Martin, <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Uh, yeah. Did you see the trailer for uh, for his new movie on Apple Apple TV Plus? I have not yet. No. Wait. Yeah, I have. It's I got I have. everybody who's ever been in a in Martin anything. Scorsese movie movie ever yep. is in it and it looks amazing he does enjoy the 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 leo doesn't he he does like yeah. a leonardo dicaprio matt damon appears to be in it matt damon i'm excited listen anytime martin scorsese makes a movie i'm for it i've Robert, never not liked Robert a martin scorsese movie. matter of fact uh the only person i didn't see in it uh was oh, excuse me this is too soon but i didn't see ray liotta i didn't see joe pesci so ray uh, liotta's got a good excuse i don't know about joe pesci though well good excuse you know death is arguably ghosts can be a thing we think yeah. so so it's possible you could come back and be like Ray Liotta's ghost, which would be awesome if you weren't a dick and dead, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I just rewatched that too. And he did a fucking great job. That posthumous acting from the grave with computer usage is awesome because it was a real good. Remember when he just stripped Krennic of everything he had? He was like, I'll just take control of this little shit. Oh, so good. God, I love Star Wars. I worked at Con had- yesterday and I talked Star Wars with like 50 people. Anyway, sorry, what? All Krennic had left that stupid cape. That's it. Stupid. Listen, also capes, man. It's like and if you're going to do a cape, you can't, cape. yeah, you can't do a half cape because A, it makes you look a little like a baby <laughs> or like a, like a, like a drag performer or even like Elvis, even listen, if Elvis can't do it and Elvis could not do a quarter cape, look, you, you got to do a who, cape. who could pull off a cape. James Brown. Was it a quarter cape? Was it a half cape? No, it was no. full length gold no. and purple no. cape. That's the way you got to do it. Yeah. And listen, black folks have a history of like setting fashion trends. So if the man comes out in a full length cape, then that's what we're going to do from there on out right. until a cooler black guy does something cooler with a different cape. So, yeah. it, well, to, uh, 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 to be fair, I will say I'm pretty sure Donald Glover had like an eighth cape as as yeah. Lando Calrissian, but it was almost more like part of a shirt. It was like yeah. a piece of fabric, but it definitely it was, was like, like a, a little itty bitty cape. It was like a scarf. But that, that dude fucked robots and shit. So I think people yeah, were like, yeah. I don't care about the cape. He's fucking that robot. So does that make you feel a different way about uh, they got R2 very excited about Han Solo taking the, the Falcon then? Because I think it's weird that I'm, I think it's weird that he he that in context or in canon that he knows that that's the brain of a robot his bre- best friend loved and had relationships with. And when people talk about his ship that uses her brain to run it, he says she's not much to look at, but she's got it where it counts. I think it oh. changes that in a weird way. Yeah, that's weird to me. Yeah. Every time I see her brain in the back of every single panel of the Millennium Falcon. Mm, yeah. And then you got to get into the conversation of where's 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 uh, where does conscience come in? Yeah. When is that AI True. repeating programming and when is it thinking for itself? Did it find I mean, real love? Because when that robot was <clears throat> humanoid, 
humanoid shape, we had no doubt that it was sentient, right? Yeah. Just like R2, just like 3PO, right? But right. when you when you make that robot ship shape, ship shape, you uh, you know, then you're like, well, it's not, it's totally not alive. But that's just bigotry. That's all that is. That's that's weird, but you're not wrong. It really is bigotry. And I would say that 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 3PO gets a more uh gets more human treatment than R2 because R2 is, is shaped like a can. I think people definitely look more fondly, not more fondly, but definitely you see 3PO more than R2, but we know that R2 is definitely uh, the superior bot as an astromech yeah. droid and not just a protocol droid. True. So yeah. that's an interesting he, theory to think about that. And not only that, but he knew. It, it makes sense why uh, why Lando wanted her back. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the conclusion of our show. That was uh, the best. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Listen, what just happened is that, that statement was buttressed by a cat coming out of nowhere over Ryan's shoulder because his kids are just, just have the fattest, oldest just, cat. Yeah. She's lost a lot of weight in her old age uh, but you know she's so right she sounds great first of all my cat <laughs> my cat is uh 19 years old 19 and uh, almost 20 and when i tell people that they're like cats don't live that long and in general they're right uh but my cat is definitely 19 almost also why do people old. do that that's one of my that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves like when you go oh here's a fact about my life that i know no. indiscriminately shut up you liar <laughs> you're like you're right i'm lying i want you guys to be impressed that I've kept a stupid You're, animal like, for 20 years. I would just make up that Mark Twain had a cameo in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. You think I would just make that? What kind of person do you think I what am? What kind of fucking person? I never said Mark Twain. I, I said, said to Martin blaze. To blaze. <laughs> which as we all know means, means to bluff. Which AI was doing when it fucking yes. lied. Yeah. It's stupid robot face off. Ryan said that. Just in case you it records. watch D&D Honor Amongst Thieves. That watch. is what I will do. I'm going to do that tomorrow morning and I will text you, you a picture of my tell your wife. You should tell your wife this is another movie that is not D&D and you should just push play and see what happens. And that will work until the opening credits. Because <laughs> I'm going to guess there's probably an orc or a goblin or a dragon. Uh, very, in the first, very first frame is is an orc. Yeah, There you go. Told you. Nailed it. Yeah. So there you have it. She will not be in. That's my guarantee. Has she watched? She, that's right. She doesn't like Lord of the Rings. Just got orcs in it. She just doesn't like orcs. It's kind of racist. Which is fine. I have a racial discrimination plus Against bonus orcs. against orcs and goblins as a dwarf just because Natural. they're wait okay so orcs are corrupted men right technically goblins it depends on what world but technically corrupted. no no in Lord of the Rings in Lord of the Rings no the Urukai Urukai are corrupted humans elves the, the Urukai are, are, are elves. elves no orcs are corrupted men uh, El, uh, Urukai are corrupted elves and, and goblins are corrupted dwarves technically goblins were corrupted I don't I, I don't this is Gary Gygax's words any non-humanistic thing was called a sub-race mm. of a genre of sub or sub-race. That, that being said, listen, that being said, there are, there is the overlying dwarf, then there are sub-races of dwarves, meaning there are the hill dwarves, mountain dwarves. So I said, it sounds bad to say sub-race, but really it's another, it's another class of race. So there are different dwarves, but in Tolkien's world, there were under races. So dwarves, uh, um, um, like pixies and sprite, any fairy tale kind of creature was kind of under there. So goblins were corrupted mystical non-humanoids basically or non-humans not non-humanoids so Racist. if I'm, pr I'm pretty sure I'm right I would have to delve back in but I You'd think to, but the Urukai were definitely I'm pretty positive corrupt el were elves because elves were the closest to the old 
got like Morgoth and, and Sal, like Sauron was a distinct relation to elves, basically. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. so that's what made the fighting race Urukai, in case anybody cared. The white hand of Sauron white was coming. Hand, yeah. Also, I'm yeah. going to make stickers and I'm going to send you one, but I want to make stickers that have a picture of, of Palpatine in a very, um, like, like politically appeasing, almost propagandistic thing. But I just want to make two by two inch stickers that says, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, proud member of the Galactic Empire. <laughs> I just want to give them to people. Like, like Soviet propaganda type stuff. Like Soviet propaganda stuff. But, but in my brain, I go, there were hundreds of billions. Some people were fine being in the Empire. Yeah. Most people actually. Fun, yeah. yeah. So like, I just thought it'd be funny to go, I'm it's cool. Our, with- it's our turnip farmer again. You know, he's just got, he got some turnips. turnips. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what, who, who's who's in charge. Doesn't nope. affect him at all. His turnips are going to sell no matter what. Unless or he not. puts them in a rotten pot. <laughs> Hashtag potpourri. Potpourri. Anyway, so that's it. That's what we talk about. So um, we will do an AI game next week. Maybe we won't do trivia. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe I'll look up and see what other chat, uh, uh, chat GPT uh, uh, games that people are are playing because the cool thing about this thing is as people do this kind of stuff where they make up trivia, it only gets better at doing stuff like this. So, yeah. and what's funny is like my goal when I use chat GBT most of the time is to like try to do things that I think, and I know other people think about it, but I want to challenge it to do stupid shit. <laughs> I don't want to better humanity. I want to entertain myself. And I would just like to leave our listeners with a public service announcement. Um, you know, I know our show is called two weeks from everywhere. And yes. I also know that it's been almost two months since our last, I um <laughs> I just want to say that the reason for that is is because you know uh it's summertime and uh we've got we've got stuff that we're doing we're out there living our lives you know uh, to and, be uh, fair and and you you should too as a listener you should just go out go out and live your life you know to you be fair content it will be delivered to your phone the Sunday you miss we missed the first time we did record just not the podcast that's true so that Sunday yeah. we hit our mark the next Sunday I think that we were supposed to record was Mother's Day Mother's Day then the next Sunday Sunday we were supposed to record. I think you played a show the night before true. in Cincinnati, so which was last Sunday. And That's then true. this Sunday we we're not even supposed to be recording right now. We are on an off Sunday. Yeah. So technically you mother- you? you've listen, you fucking assholes with your fucking screaming, yelling about us not recording <laughs> and fucking being jerks and really making us feel bad about this. We have lives, man. We have an excuse. We have doctors know. Listen, you're not even our real fucking dad. Yeah. Doctors. I like that one. It's a good one. And you would know you we have a doctor's note if you had a fax machine with which to receive said fax stock note. Also, if uh, if a literary person uh, uh, portrayed you in a movie, it would be Dr. Seuss because you're an idiot. Also, yeah. urine means pee. That's true. Also, Ryan has rabbit ears. Oh, we got to go, dude. You're, you we got to get out of here. You got some kids. slap sticky going think, on back there. I think my wife is actually gone right now and the kids are just upstairs just starting fires. I believe they... <laughs> I believe they... Vibing, but I, they're definitely starting a fire. I believe the they say the inmate, inmates have taken over the asylum. A flame flower. All right. <laughs> so two weeks from everywhere. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Doug. <laughs> and don't forget to go out and get yourself a brand new Ace Hardware flame flower. <laughs> 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 Have a good couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> flame flower. <laughs> Uh, all right that's it it's over i can't breathe see ya see ya